Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Doing today? Continuing our daily discussions about what is going on in the financial markets, cost of capital, real estate, all those good things. And uh, the first thing I want to start with is I'd love to hear from you. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing for fun these days? A lot of us are on stay-at-home orders. You might mean uh, taking some walks, maybe watching a flick on TV with uh, with the family, reading a book, maybe. Maybe studying your market if you're following what I talk about, i.e. learn your market. But I'm curious, what uh, first thing I want to hear from you today is leave, uh, leave a comment below. Let me know what you are doing these days just to have fun. Uh, I think a lot of the stuff out there is um, nerve-wracking and the like. And, you know, my experience is, is if you can find a way to put a smile on your face or on the, uh, on the face of others around you that you love and care for, the day is just better. So we're heading into a weekend. Uh, love to hear what you're doing. Just love to love to get some positive vibes going, uh, so we can see uh, you know that we'll we'll get through this together. So first off, got to talk about the unemployment number. Uh, I've been warning about this for a couple of weeks now. It, uh, in my opinion, is almost frankly a useless number. Uh, the stats were put together kind of mid month, right around right around the beginning of the worst of this. Still saw a loss of 701,000 jobs, which is not even one per, you know, what is that? Not even 10% of what we know happened after that. So uh, we know that there's been 10 million unemployment claims kind of after this survey. So, um, you know, a 4.4% unemployment print, uh, which came out today, is frankly useless. I know they do this survey monthly. Um, I would like to see them do it again, like next week, uh, just because this number is so useless and people see it. And um, frankly, when you see numbers like this, you almost lose faith in the freaking reporting, right? It's just, God, just just a useless number. Uh, still 701,000 uh, jobs lost uh, is the worst since March of 2009. Uh, I promise you next month will be horrific in a, hopefully a one-time thing, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, I did see an interesting article, really for the first time. Uh, there was a hedge fund guy, I should have noticed, noted his name, but I'd never heard of him, basically telling people to go to cash. Uh, most, actually every other kind of hedge fund talking head on TV was, you know, either talking, they were all talking their book, uh, but it was interesting to see uh, most of them were talking about, hey, it's time to nibble, time to look over here, time to look over here. Basically trying to keep our cash in in the market. Uh, but this individual was like, nope, time to go to cash, no bottom in place. Um, and I think he's right. I, you know, I, I think we take out that, that bottom from a week ago pretty easily here uh, sometime this month as, you know, as the data continues to build and go forward. So pretty interesting. Uh, I am starting to see more talk of a fourth bill, right? The third bill being the $2.2 trillion uh, bill that uh, really is in the works. Um, you know, they've just supposedly spun up. Bank of America was the first bank to spin up this uh, paycheck protection plan or loan. 
so they are definitely trying to help individuals and small businesses. Uh, I think it is also clear uh, that this one-time check of 1200 and I think it was $350 billion is not enough. Uh, I think there's a very good chance that they are the small businesses oversubscribe that $350 billion by Monday. Uh, so I could see a fourth bill coming and actually being necessary. Uh, you know, I think they should do a, the fourth bill if they're going to do it. Just say, hey, you know, X amount of dollars are being sent to people to stay home. Uh, for every month, this is a national emergency or something to that ilk, so they don't have to continually go back and and go after this. Uh, if they do a fourth bill, my hope is they don't, it's not another 800 pages. It's, hey, we're just changing a number, right? The small business was $350 billion, now it's a billion or a trillion or whatever it is, sorry. Uh, I don't want to try to do new things. They are running so fast and so hard to do this. Uh, if you remember the Great Recession, it took 18 months to really get uh, things going. You know, and seemingly now it's 18 days. So uh, let's just change the numbers of help, uh, not what is going on. That would be that would be good. You're definitely going to have to take care of individuals more. Uh, I am a little concerned about the $1,200. What I heard, and I'd love to see if you guys heard this too, uh, they're talking about if you if you get a paper check, basically you haven't given the federal government your banking information, which I haven't. I no thank you. Um, it's going to take three to five months to get a check. That's that's not helpful. <laughs> not helpful for some. So uh, pretty interesting there. Uh, saw some numbers on Manhattan real estate yesterday. This is going back to my thesis that uh, unaffordable markets, which if you've read my book, One Rental at a Time, you know affordability is something I track and I talk about a lot. And I've talked about you know 5% of the country going into this was unaffordable, right? Manhattan, I often use as an example, just like the Bay Area and Orange County and the like. And I think those markets are in trouble. I found an article yesterday talking about the stats from March in Manhattan. Uh, while transactions were up, which kind of shocked me, um, prices were down and they only had two transactions over $4 million, uh, which for Manhattan is, is ridiculously low. So um, their average volume or the average price was down 14%. And as transactions fall and the high end collapses, people are talking about a 30% hit to average. And again, this is more the statistical math that I've talked about many, many times, right? When you take the average and then you take out the, you know, two standard deviations away from the high end, the average gets so much smaller because it's obviously those tail uh, at the high end that can skew numbers. So this, this is going to be a problem. Manhattan, Bay, Bay Area. Bay Area hasn't felt a great deal of pain just yet. It is going to. Um, as this thing lags on, it is going to, and, and high-end and flipping and all that stuff is going to be a really, really painful spot. Um, and I think this Manhattan numbers are, are the first of many, many to come, so watch out. But that also means 95% of the country is okay, right? If you're in an affordable market, affordable housing, you know, it's, it's water, food, shelter. That doesn't change. Uh, people don't want to live on the street. People don't want to live in their cars. Uh, so, so watch out for that. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, so be very careful in those areas. I also think there's a chance that these high-priced areas like Manhattan and the Bay Area see an increased exodus as 
our service sector was always limping along. Now that we've asked them to stay home, it's got to be ridiculously hard for them to maintain, you know, month to month. So it's pretty easy to get a U-Haul truck and, and move to a lower cost of uh, living area. So we could fundamentally see a change in major expensive cities on the other side of this. Uh, and I don't think anybody's thinking about that yet or talking about it. So be, so that there will be ramifications after this in the real estate market, in the high-end areas. And um, I think prices are going to come down double digits. Uh, could they come down 30%? Absolutely. Uh, in the high-priced areas. Airbnbs are something uh, that is becoming an interesting concept. A lot of people who went into the Airbnb market have been doing great business over the years, now falling off a cliff. Uh, when I look at this, I think there's a couple of things. First off, if you're in kind of a working class city and all of that, uh, and, and maybe if you're doing um, you know, mentals to traveling nurses, you're fine, right? You're going to be crushing it. But if you bought in a beach town, right? If you bought in uh, Lake Tahoe or any of these areas that's very vacation oriented, that doesn't have a huge population, man, that's going to hurt. So playing this out, first and foremost, you know, you're going to try to go monthly rental, which you're just going to saturate the market. Um, you're not going to be able to cover your mortgages. You're going to ask for forbearance. So I see real estate in vacation areas taking a huge hit second half of this year and first part of 2021 is people just give up. Uh, Airbnb, the math looks great in a spreadsheet. Um, uh, the math looks great in a spreadsheet, but when people don't want to travel, they don't want to travel. Uh, so it is... Um, I think Airbnb is going to be the cause of a lot of foreclosures and short sales. It will be focused on certain markets, you know, think beach towns, think resort areas. Uh, it is going to be ugly. It's going to take everybody down. Um, most Airbnb owners who bought recently can't flip to long-term rental and survive, uh, right? They need the daily rates to get there. So that would be interesting. I had a question come up just a second ago from Joey talking about tenants. I haven't found an issue with staffing tenants. I had three vacancies over the last two weeks. Two or One's moving in today. One moves in tomorrow on Saturday. And the third one, we're actually evaluating four applications. So again, remember, I'm at the affordable level. Um, so I haven't seen a hit yet as far as activities. And again, at least in my town, um, Construction is considered essential, so we're still able to turn units, do repairs, do remodels. So um, that is still going on. We're obviously instituting lots of safety issues, and we're not doing mass showings like we used to do. Uh, so that's kind of stuff. So uh, so I'm worried about Airbnb and the short-term market. I bring that up because I, I have a house in um, Sedona, Arizona. I actually bought it almost 20 years ago and had my for my grandmother to live in. Uh, so that town is already seeing a big hit from Airbnb. Lots of people, uh, as I talked to my property manager, talking about uh, not a good time to own uh, stuff in Sedona. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, I agree, Andrew. I think uh, house hacking, Airbnb, all these things that uh, led to people overpaying in an affordable market 
just comes back to bite you. I, I don't know. Again, the reason I talk about to, at real estate meetups is I just want to see where everybody's going. And it's, um, it's pretty easy to tell. I mean, you can actually go back and watch. There's a, a, uh, a 90-minute session of me talking to a team in Richmond, Virginia. I, I think about a month ago, maybe two months ago. And I actually said before all of this that um, syndications were in trouble. Uh, because, you know, I saw a problem coming. I didn't see this, obviously. Uh, Airbnb, I mean, it's just, when stuff's unaffordable, it's unaffordable, and you can't fake it, you can't force it. And unfortunately, when all the herd goes one direction, people get hurt, and people are about to get hurt. They're going to get hurt house hacking. They're going to get hurt Airbnb, and if you're a limited partner or a um, general partner in a syndication, you're going to get hurt. And uh, I tried to warn you. Uh, and you can go back and watch lots of my videos. I've been warning you for six or nine months. Uh, next up, I want to talk about Tesla. Tesla is a stock that is a darling out there. Uh, they actually had delivered 88,400 vehicles last quarter, um, which uh, is, is interesting. Yeah, and I'm wondering, I want to do another over-under with you. Uh, these are just fun for me to see where you're at. So I checked before I hit record and Tesla was at $488 roughly. So what is today? April, today the third? I think today's the third. So what do you think on Christmas, this year Christmas? So what is that? Eight months away, roughly eight and a half months. Will Tesla be above 488 or below 488? What do you think? What do you got? Um... I'm going to take the under. Uh, I believe Tesla is a car company. Uh, I believe Tesla is currently evaluated as a cult stock. And I think we see sometime Q2, Q3, where it is no longer a cult stock, but a car company. And when you see that valuation change from cult-based to car-based, um, the wind is going to come out of their sales. That's my guess. Uh, please keep in mind, I have no money on this. I'm not taking a short position, not buying puts. I'm just having fun uh, because there's a lot of people that watch this uh, channel that uh, that are fans of Tesla. And really what I think the problem is, is um, in the Silicon Valley, I see them everywhere. I think within 50 feet of where I'm recording this, there's probably seven Teslas. So it's a very common thing, and I think the Bay Area is in for a shock, and we're going to see a change in consumer behavior. Good morning. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what's going on. So let me know. Tesla, 488. You got the over or the under? Um, oh, hello from Japan. How's everything in Japan? Uh, hopefully you're safe um, and, and well. Uh, so again, let me know what you think. Tesla, over, 488, under. On Christmas Day 2020, we'll see what everybody thinks. And then the last thing, I think there's a couple of things uh, that are interesting. Uh, I think on the other side of this, we are going to have, I think the world is going to have a infrastructure spending or investing, they'll call it investing, of course, coming out of this. It'll be one of those things to really uh, get things started. Um, the other side of this, there will be opportunities galore for all of us. Uh, we do have to uh, survive in order to thrive. So think about that. Again, for me, it's survive through two quarters uh, because I see this getting in increasingly better as we get out. we got to find the bottom. 
Uh, I was definitely disappointed in that unemployment number today. It's fake. Um, yeah, and that's in Japan. Uh, again, be safe. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to watch what's uh, what's going on. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, the, the entrepreneur, the capitalist uh, kind of um, program, sometimes you got to burn, you know, you got to, you know, there'll be lots and lots of restaurants that don't come back, lots of retailers that don't come back. Um, but there will be opportunities to kind of fill those gaps. So I am optimistic on the other side, but I know we got to go through hell to get there. So uh, be safe. Let me know what you think about Tesla over under. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And of course, we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.